Hello and welcome to the Wild Podcast. It's the Wild Youth Podcast. We're the Youth Ministry of Eternity Church. I'm Caitlin. This is Ian. Yo. Clara. Hey. And Tyler. What's up? We're discussing topics we wrestle with, creating a faith that is our own. You'll hear other special guest perspectives as well. So buckle up. It's going to be a wild ride. Wow. I see what you did there. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Wild Youth Podcast. Today's episode is about shame. Mm-hmm. Oh. All about shame. So let's get into <laughs> it. Just oh right away. Goodness. Okay, so today our big idea is how can I combat shame and live in Christ instead? Combat. Or combat. Does or combat. Oh, yes. Like yeah, how right. do you say that word? Combat. Com- combat. I mean combat. it. Okay, but I say combat. Or combat. Yeah. They're, but it's two separate words. Right. Like one's a noun, one boots. is a verb. And one's oh, an adjective. That's, yeah, yeah, I didn't that's hear that earlier. Yeah, I didn't say that earlier. Oh. <laughs> he says one is, one is a oh, noun it's a and Pokemon. one is an adjective. Combat. <laughs> okay. So. Wow. Combat. I was thinking of like kumquat. Kumquat. Woof. Okay. Or is it kumquat? <laughs> is, it, is it kumquat or kumquat? No, it's kumquat. It's not Australian. Kumquat. Kumquat. Right, mate. Kumquat. Kumquat real quick. So the definition of combat or mm-hmm. combat. Yeah. Okay, no, sorry. Verb. Yeah. Combated, combating. Yeah. To fight or to to fight or contend against, oppose vigorously. Yeah. So how do you fight shame? Yeah. Is what that question is. Mhm. Okay, so I think that shame is a, a kind of hard thing to define. Yeah. Cuz like I was saying before we started this today, I feel like I could pinpoint shame. Like if I saw it in someone, I could be like, oh yeah, that's shame. Mm-hmm. But if I, if someone walked up to me and was like, hey, can you define shame? I would be like, no, I can't. Right. So. I think if that were to happen, I would almost use a different word. Yeah. To describe that. I would use like a situation. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Shame is not cool. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think that shame is a... It's in the Bible, but I don't think it's biblical to feel shame. Ooh. Sure, yeah, Whoa. Sure. That's a strong opinion. It's a strong you don't think start it's too. biblical to feel shame? Well, okay, mm-hmm. so like plagues are biblical, but that doesn't mean that they're good. Mm-hmm. Right? I, don't, I think I agree. I don't think shame is a good feeling. No, but that's not what he said. He said shame isn't How biblical. Yeah, I think it's in the Bible, but like like if you're feeling shame about something, yeah. I don't think that's what God wants, so it's not biblical. I think that's just the enemy messing with you. I think we're just We're using the wrong we term have, for biblical. Yeah, we just have different definitions. Oh, okay. Different what things. is your definition of biblical? <coughs> What's your definition of shame? Ooh, yeah, definition of shame. Thank you dictionary.com. Yeah, the computer. I have it right here. Hey computer. Uh, com- hey Siri, what is just what kidding? I have combat. Oh, I have shame. Okay, okay cool. <laughs> <laughs> I have shame. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Clara, and I have shame. Wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What does computer say? Okay. Shame is computer says shame is a highly unpleasant feeling or emotion that comes from the sense of there being something dishonorable in one's own conduct or circumstances. Can you repeat that? But as um, you're talking to a child. <laughs> Break it down. Break it down. Break it down, Molly. Okay, so shame is not a fun feeling. True. That comes from there being something bad that you did. That you did. Huh? Yeah. Or that someone else made you feel. Oh, okay, okay. So mm-hmm. someone else can make you feel ashamed. So in your in the way that you live life or in circumstances that have happened to you or that sure. you were caused. Okay, okay. So based on that definition, do you think it's biblical to feel shame? I don't think it's wrong to feel shame. I think it's wrong to stay in shame. Yeah, that's good. Like, you can still, like, it's just one of those emotions that either washes over you or is attached to you or whatever that you feel. It's an an emotion that's developed. Mm -hmm. But, like, I don't think it's biblical to stay in shame. I think what I said was correct in the biblical sense. Yeah, I think, yeah, Caitlin, I think what you said is good. Because I do think that you can feel shame but you didn't cause it sure like I well think yeah you, you can, can feel shame but is it right i think we're saying different things shame? yeah i think yeah. i think we're saying different things so let's tyler's let's not saying, saying it's like you're wrong for feeling shame mm-hmm. he's saying you sh- like 
essentially it's not God's plan for you to feel shame. Yeah. Right? Uh, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Then yes, I would yeah. agree with yeah, that I as would well. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When um, you said your definition of uh, shame, shame, yeah, it as soon as you said or from someone else, my mind immediately went to guilt. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for sure. Because I was like, that me, I can't separate those two. Uh, no, okay. Sorry. Yeah. I can. But like. Right. They're, I still they're very yeah, like similar. Like we said earlier, they're I think very shame similar. Is similar, but I think they're different. So, like in my mind, I think shame is something that. Like, to an extent, like, you shouldn't have shame. Guilt, on the other hand, is like shame, but it's just the feeling you get after doing something wrong or bad Mm -hmm. from, uh, like, not lining up with what God wants you to do or, you know, vice versa. Somebody made you feel shame, but it's like, oh, hey, you know what? They're actually the one in the wrong for making me feel this way. Mm -hmm. I'm not the one. You know what I mean? Sure. I think... They're very similar. I feel like guilt... It's almost like um, like an honor thing, right? Yes. Like, I screwed up, so yeah. I feel guilty, right? It's like I know that oh, they're so similar, but it's like... Mm-hmm. But they're slightly different. Right. It's like, um, it's like you're... I don't know. It's almost like you can choose to feel guilty, but yeah. if you feel, like, shameful or ashamed, it's like it, it just has happened to you, right? It's like... Yeah. Know. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think so shame, I think shame has two pieces. So the first piece of shame that I think is someone else makes you feel that way. So mm-hmm. like maybe society makes you feel shame because you're like not married or yeah, you yeah. don't own a house before like whatever age right. or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever, wow, or you don't have a college degree. Right. I don't have, I'm nice. not married or have a house. So double shame. <laughs> wow. Okay. So. I think that's one side of it. Yeah. The other side of it is like when you do something wrong and now you feel like you dishonored yourself. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, I think, yeah, dishonor is probably a good word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But guilt is like the heaviness or the responsibility that you feel from doing something (coughs) bad. Like, you know, it's bad. That's why you feel guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. That's good. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, in my context, I think you should feel, not necessarily, like, shameful, but, like, you should, like, if you don't feel bad for what you did, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but you should know what you did is bad. But if you feel bad, then it's, like, okay, so, like, for example, um, like, porn. Yeah. <laughs> Usually, a, at the end, you feel guilty True. or just bad that you did it and you're like ah and usually so i think this is the difference guilt makes you realize that you need to go back to god shame makes you think it makes you think that you need to hide or steer away from god then it's shame yeah shame shame makes you hide right Mm -hmm. and like yeah um that was the first thing so what did they do they hid from god which i think is amusing they're like Oh, you <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, He's just like, and then there's also. Where are you, my children? But I mean, I feel like that's really close to remorse, right? Like, so that's another word that we don't. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's gonna be, you know, super close. We should ask. I think. I think computer's yeah. name is Cordy, from uh, um, <laughs> Veggie Tales. That's yeah. what they called the computer. They called, yeah. it, they called it Cordy. So, oh. <coughs> hey Cordy, Throwback. what's remorse? Beep, boop, 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 beep. It is deep and painful regret for wrongdoing. Dude, the computer sounds just like Caitlin. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's so deep. What yeah. was it? Deeper what? Hmm? Deep and painful regret for wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I feel like that's closer to guilt and further away from shame. Yeah. yeah. But what is regret? Oh, my gosh. I'm just kidding. Let's get okay, out of this rabbit hole. <laughs> Cordy, like with a T? Yeah, yeah, it's the first Qwerty. Q-W-E-R-T-Y. Oh, Qwerty. Qwerty. Yeah, Qwerty. not yeah. Cordy, but I thought you were saying Qwerty. Oh, it could be Cordy, because there's a bunch That's of Cordy. I thought, yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying Cordy, yeah. not That's Qwerty. Funny. No, Qwerty. <laughs> Qwerty. Okay. Yep. Um, okay, okay. So, I know that in the Bible it says there's now no condemnation for mm-hmm. those who are in Christ Jesus. Yeah. What is condemnation? Oh, yeah, that's good. Right. Yeah. So if it's the same as shame, then mm-hmm. maybe we have a concrete like, oh, you shouldn't feel shame because there's no condemnation or no shame for us, right? That's mm-hmm. fair. 
But isn't condemnation also the like when s- when you th- like if I said you're being condemned, is that oh yeah 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 or is that okay it? yeah I don't know. Um, I guess um, I'll Google it. Yeah. Or I'll I'll court it. Con condemnation. Okay, but I okay sorry. I think that this verse actually means. So this is Romans eight one through two. So it says, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, which just means that we don't condemn people who are now in Christ. Sure. Okay. I think it'd be you know? both ways, though. Right. Because there's and no we don't shame, get but there's also no condemnation, meaning like yeah, but you could you're not going to be condemned. You could not condemn someone for their shame. Sure. Yeah. You know, I feel like you can be ashamed of what you did without having punishment. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So condemnation, I feel like, is just being like punished or like yeah 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 i don't know so this verse is yeah yeah this verse is really just encouragement to know that like if you're if you feel condemned which like i guess you could feel like you are condemning yourself Mm. to just know that if you're if you're in christ you have hope right yeah there's no condemnation okay okay (laughs) so is it is it biblical is it is it correct for mm-hmm. us as Christians to feel not I'm not okay mm. is it okay for us to feel ashamed or shame should we should we um, see that as a good thing I'm gonna go with no I'm gonna also go with no because of how you phrased the no last question. part of that okay yeah um, what does it say the Holy Spirit does when we he, um, he doesn't confess us of our sins. Convicts? Convicts, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he yeah. convicts. But isn't mm-hmm. conviction... I feel like conviction and condemnation should be pretty similar, right? Because you're convicting someone, right? Yeah, like a, a conviction, convict. I think, is different. Condemnation yeah. would be essentially like you're, you're making them feel... Isn't conviction okay. shameful? Personal? Conviction is like, I feel convicted to do this because the Holy Spirit told me. Even mm-hmm. if it's wrong or right, yeah. I'm still going to line up with God. Mm-hmm. Condemning is like, oh, I'm just going to hide from God. It's I think it goes back well to the whole thing. Did we look up? Yeah, condemnation was yeah, the one where you're like condemned. Conviction um, is a formal declaration Again. that someone is guilty of a criminal offense, right? So a convict is someone that's been convicted, right? Made by the verdict of a jury or the decision of a judge in a court of law, right? Mm-hmm. So I feel like those are... S- like that condemn. is not how we use that word <laughs> right, in right. daily life. Like when you're I, wish like I, I wish I knew Greek. Well, yeah. what's the, yeah, I was going to say, what's the uh, original... I use the word conviction all the time. Like I will listen to like let's say Pastor Connor's sermon and I'm like, wow, I felt really convicted. By yeah, that. yeah. But that's not like what you just read. That right. is not what that means. Um so maybe I feel really condemned. <laughs> but, so condemn is to express an unfavorable or adverse judgment on. Indicate strong disapproval of. Okay, so yeah. th- I feel like those are different, though. Yeah, we but yeah. we also, like, use them differently in, like, English language. Right. Like, I feel like I should actually say I feel condemned. Because I think I thought that conviction was, like, so conviction, the root original word of it is convince. Boom. So when I think about this, I think, like, I have just, someone has just convinced me that I was doing something wrong. Sure. Or that I wasn't acting the way that I should be. So the Oxford definition of this is of convince because that's the root word is persuade someone to do something. So she convinced my father to branch out in his own on his own. Okay, okay. okay. Or it can cause someone to believe firmly in the truth of something. Sure. So it's I feel like it's definitely different cuz okay, so condemn is like um it's like holding judgment, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then convin- con- convict is convince, right? So yeah. in that, the Holy Spirit convic- convinces us of our sin. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I think that's good. Yeah. Death. Yeah, yeah. Like if you're, if yeah, you're condemned being condemned, yeah, sure. then it's like, oh, no. Like that's why, yeah. is it Paul says we have no, con- therefore, what? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Condemnation. Says, yes. Like we don't have to worry about it. We are still convicted, but we don't right. have to worry about in the sense that we're convinced. Yeah. Right. Um, and the the original 
So the, the verse is John 16, 8, and this is Jesus talking. And when he comes, he being the Holy Spirit, he will convict convict or convince i guess the world concerning sin and righteousness and judgment right so it's like um i guess he's talking about um like evangelizing or whatever right like like through the holy spirit we will be able to convince the world about sin and righteousness and all that jazz right so um yeah i don't know yeah i think that's good yeah right convinces a good like bridge to that right um yes so talking about like how condemnation is like human right mm-hmm. um i feel like it's important that we say that like i mean based off of what we just talked about um convincing is like or not convincing. do you want to give them an convicting, example convicting, yes do we want to talk I, about i don't know yeah okay. the uh do you have an example the story of when Jesus, where is it? Ah, when Jesus, the night uh, Jesus was arrested, Peter. Boom. James. Yes. So, um, Judas, um, felt really bad. Dude, he's scary. Yeah, dude, he was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> so he obviously did it for what? Thirty pieces, thirty-two. Thirty, p- thirty pieces of silver. Thirty pieces of silver. Yeah. And um, so he gave in to temptation. You know, whatever. That's a different topic. Yeah. Um. And betrayed Jesus for the money, and then he felt really bad, so he went back to the Pharisees and tried to return it, but they didn't. They were like, "No, you already did it. Right, we're right. not gonna like trade Jesus back right. for thirty pieces of silver, or mm-hmm. like there's no return." So they didn't give him any hope or love or anything like that. And out of that, instead of Judas going back and like repenting to God and being convicted of it, he yeah. was condemned, so he ran away from God and ended and up just killing himself right um and yeah so yeah and then peter on the other hand uh after you know christ was crucified he denied him three times because you know he was ashamed he was like no 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 i don't know christ yeah but then after that he realized oh man like what i did was wrong and god's unconditional love still covers that Mm -hmm. right so i can still come back to him and move on so he went back to God after that instead of running away from him. Mm-hmm. So I think that's where you get your, like, a good example. Yeah, of it. I think yeah. that's good. Uh, th- I think, okay, so the major thing is basically just where the I did something wrong feeling takes you, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So if it takes you to, like, I hate myself and I don't ever want to be around anybody, I'm worthless, mm-hmm. all this stuff. I mean, that that's not stuff God wants you to feel, right? right. Yeah, so Ian. Okay, thank you, Tyler. Thank you for that. Honestly, I need that sometimes. Yeah. Um, I We call that shame, right? And then <coughs> if... Um, someone help me. The opposite. What's it? Um, well, if it's I don't good think, things. I don't think that shame is... I don't think there's an opposite. Like, I think you you start in shame because like naturally that's how we feel because that's not how God wants us to feel. So we're like, yeah, our flesh is like, "Ah." sure. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I think the next thing that we would move into is like possibly feeling guilt. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is the more, yeah, we realized we did something wrong Mm -hmm. and then maybe we have a friend who was like, Hey, why did you do that? Why do you feel that way? Right. That is conviction or, convincing you that's yeah. how you feel condemnation would be like if someone in during that phase of conviction was like we're gonna like you're gonna go to jail because of what you did sure so i think it just kind of goes from shame to guilt to then splits off at conviction and condemnation sure if that makes sense um <coughs> yes that makes sense I feel like I would agree with that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I want to talk about the woman with the issue of blood. Okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, okay, so this is in multiple places, but I'm going to read from Luke eight forty-seven through 48. So, when the woman realized that she could not stay hidden... She began to tremble and fell to her knees in front of him. The whole crowd heard her explain why she had touched him and that she had been immediately healed. Daughter, he said to her, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. So basically what's happening is this woman has like struggled with 
an issue of blood for how many years is it? 16. Yeah. Okay. So she I don't actually think that's six. I don't think it's I 16. don't know. It's a really long well, time. Well, because it's the same amount of time. It, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. it, it's the same amount of time as the little girl has been alive. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So she's struggling. She's been struggling with this. And in this day and age, she literally couldn't have been around anyone. She was just completely right. like society was like, we don't want anything to do with you. Yeah. Okay. So she hears that Jesus is coming. And so she goes to Jesus and she touches him. But in this moment, he realizes that someone touched him. And so she feels shame. She like thinks like, I mean, she feels shame because of what she's experiencing with this issue of blood. But then she hides, which is shame. Yeah, it says absolutely. Like um, that she could not stay hidden. She realizes that she could not stay hidden. Mm-hmm. So she's feeling shame. But yeah. then basically she she's going to Jesus. She comes to Jesus, which is exactly what she should do in her shame. Yeah. So that he can heal her. So I think that is like a perfect representation of shame and where you should go with it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy that they um, it says everybody heard her like why she touched him. Right. Yeah. I mean, imagine. Yeah, because they were in a crowd. Right. Like, yeah. Right. Imagine. You're dealing with something and you like go up and get prayed for. And then the person pr- praying for uh-huh. you is like, okay, we're going to have you announce it in front of everybody. Yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> like that would suck. Yeah. yeah Welcome sure. to Jesus time altar calls. But yeah. she had already been healed, right? Yeah. She but was healed by that immediately. Point. Yeah. She right. Was, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because Jesus could feel power leave him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe that's but important. I think, I mean, I'm just more in depth on that. This has nothing to do with that. I think the reason she was healed immediately is because she believed so hard that as long as I even touch his cloak, I will be healed. Okay, I think that the interesting part of this, like, just coming out of, like, a couple years of COVID, where people were, like, had to stay at home Mm -hmm. and, like, couldn't see anyone. Like, if that's how you felt during COVID, she just felt that way for 12 years. Right. But But I do like what Tyler said. Like, she... She, like, trusted God so much that she was just, like, pumped yeah. <laughs> at, like, the idea that, like, she knew that Jesus was coming. She knew Jesus was coming, and she just trusted enough and believed enough to just, like, basically run to him, which is yeah. exactly what we should do when we feel shame or guilt or remorse or right condemnation or whatever. Yeah, whatever those said. words are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, she, like, like went against the law mm-hmm. right oh there. yeah for sure right yeah. like imagine yeah. the um like the opposite of that if she stayed in shame to where she was like jesus is coming i know he can heal me but she was like no i'm mm-hmm. so unclean i'm not worthy for it yeah then that's where your shame is yeah right but she was like yeah convicted she was like no i know he can heal me so yeah. i'm gonna go to him uh-huh right. yeah uh, this is such a good story You're right it is connor <laughs> has um um, what does Jesus say to her after daughter like, take heart? Like you have been healed. That was, like yeah. that. wasn't that the only time in the Bible where Jesus actually called yeah. somebody daughter? Yeah. Oh wow. So yeah. Daughter. He said to her, your is faith has made you well. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Go in peace. So she has that as a ring in Hebrew. Yeah. Your faith has made you well. That's super cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we kind of answered in itself is shame bad. Is living in shame the thing that makes it bad? And then what does shame lead to? So. Yeah, we kind of talked. Shame leads to you kind of feeling guilty, Mm -hmm. right? So, like, you know you did something wrong. Yeah, okay. I can see shame as being, like, the the shock. Yeah, the initial shock effect. Like, oh, snap. And then you're like, oh, wow, I did something terrible. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then then guilt could be the confession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel guilty. Right, you know so you, you have to wrong, tell somebody, so you're like, hey, man, this is guilty or embarrassing. I think right. that with a lot of our youth and, like, even, I don't know, like, I've struggled with this. I still struggle with this is, like, the, the like, heaviness of shame. So, like, you know that you did something bad. So, like, mm. you have, you've, like, experienced guilt. But you're now, like, you're like, oh, I can't escape shame because I know that this thing that I did was so bad you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think the thing for me that I wish that someone would have told me like 10 years ago is like this, these are the things that you should do. These are the words that you should live in on a daily basis. These are the reminders that you should just like repeat to yourself every single day that 
you don't need to live in shame because Jesus died on the cross for us. Right. So if we continue to live in shame, mm-hmm. we're it basically just useless. like, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I guess I just want to talk about like personal experiences of shame. Oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> Super great. <laughs> we're we're going to be open yeah. because <clears throat> confess your sins to one another so you can be healed. Yeah. So I feel like that's not what we're doing. It's more of um, be ready at any time to give a account for the things that God has done. Right. Mm-hmm. So, hey, what things has God done in the realm of shame in your life? I can go first. Please do. Okay. <laughs> okay. So do you want some uh, tissues? No, I'll be okay. Now I will. But like, you if you would have asked person. me that, like, yeah, that's oh, so yeah, true. Sorry, Ask Caitlin. Caitlin. Okay. Caitlin's actually not going to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never felt shame ever. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I am so much better Caitlin's than all of perfect. you. <laughs> okay, so I have like been a Christian my entire life. Basically, I just Congrats. like group weird flex. Thank you. Oh, that's a good flex. Shut up, Tyler. Yeah, that's a good flex. Okay, okay. Okay, so I had a time in my life where I, like, I met a guy, and he was just, like, a bad example, but I was like, he's cute, so I'll date him, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> we were in a relationship for seven years and did things that I knew were wrong. So, like, we're talking about, like, um, having sex outside of marriage specifically, and I think this is harder for for women. I don't know why, but that's the world (sighs) yeah maybe (laughs) um but i would say because i knew it was wrong and because i didn't like i didn't make the leap to like step outside of that and to like actually go to jesus um i think i just lived in that shame for a really really long time sure and i i actually don't know if i really felt a kind of like freedom from this until i was talking to connor one day and I felt like God was punishing me. So like I, sure, yeah. so I was like, I did these bad things and I know I did. And I know that Jesus like died on the cross to free me from those things. Right. But I was in my head about it for like years and years. And I was like, I feel like God is punishing me because I knew what I did was right, wrong. Right. You know, yeah. like it wasn't like I didn't know what was wrong. And then I moved forward from it. It was like, I was doing it knowing and feeling like, convicted in the process of doing it yeah so one day connor said if god wanted to punish all of our sins we would all be dead absolutely (laughs) and i was like oh wow like i've i've never heard i've never like felt that when someone has said that before yeah so i don't know i know a lot of people struggle with that like a lot of people make mistakes a lot of people have sex outside of marriage a lot of you know whatever it's just i shouldn't say whatever that's not whatever (laughs) (laughs) whatever just do it (laughs) don't do it no 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 but i do think that like if that is something that you currently struggle with stop (laughs) and like move forward and go to jesus with it but if you have moved on from it don't live in the shame yeah right because we don't need to live in the shame yeah yeah. yeah, so that's just a, yeah, that was my struggle with shame. It's very good. Okay, the part that sticks out to me the most with that is the, like, as a Christian, I know it's wrong, and I know that I shouldn't do it, right? I know it hurts, and, like, all this stuff, and, mm-hmm. like, it's almost like it feels, when you look back at it, or even when you're doing it, it's like, I feel like I'm just spitting in God's face, right? right? Mm-hmm. Like. God, I know that this is wrong, but I'm going to do it anyways, mm. right? And so it's like it's almost like it's um it like you feel like it hurts more, right? Yeah. As yeah. opposed to not knowing and choosing to do it. Yeah. But it's like I know that this is wrong, right? Mm-hmm. Have you seen have you seen uh you were there for the youth conference 2020, right? That yes. was when Leave I like busted my knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. You remember Chocolate Bear? Yes. His example was super awesome. So it was like, so like, let's say you're at uh, your friend's house or whatever, and you're walking by and you accidentally knock their vase over yeah. and it shatters. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I, I didn't see it or whatever. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. You know, the first time it's like, yeah, that's fine. And then like, you know, you walk by again and you kind of like see it and you just like, but you're mm-hmm. like, oh, my bad. Like I, I forgot it was there again. And they're like, right, okay. So you broke it again. Right. And so, and then like the third time, like you pick it up while you're staring at them and you just go and you just drop it. 
Yeah. And it's like, he's like, that's how, like, after the third time, you'd be like, okay, get out of my house. Don't talk to me anymore. Yeah. But, like, that's how, like, sin is. Like, you know, sometimes you're like, the first time you're like, oh, you know, but then eventually you get to a point where it's just like, you're staring at God and you're like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. I don't yeah. care. I'm just going to break the vase. That's a good visual. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. I mean, think about how many people are like, I know this is wrong, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah. It's the same kind of idea. Yeah. Right. And um, Pastor Jesse, you know, he says this from the stage a lot, but like, you don't fall into sin, right? You jump. Like, right. You're like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. nice. I'm going to jump into that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Who's up next? Ooh. Um, Tyler reminded me of this. And so I will share. You're welcome. I told him about about this last night, mm-hmm. and so it's still a little raw. Oh, but okay. Um, to date the podcast a little bit, last night was Connor's amazing sermon on um, yeah. uh, being spiritual giants and like spiritual giants do the work. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like dropping bombs. That was crazy. Um, but I feel like um more of what nudged this or uh, convicted me. Mm-hmm. Is um, um, our small group. I basically went around and asked the guys, like, um, is your by by the definition of um, faith without works is dead. Is your um, is your faith alive or is your faith dead? Right. And then I asked, like, most. I mean, all of them said that it was alive. I'll let them judge themselves. (laughs) Um, And then I was like, so how? Right. And. Yeah. The answers were varied, but whatever. So when it got to me, I was like, I'm going to be real. Um, I feel like my faith is dead based off of that definition, right? Yeah. Because um, uh, what we had talked about earlier is like your f- uh, your works should be kind of like growing your faith, I guess, yeah. right? And so I've gotten to this point where I'm stagnant in – well, I go to this church. Connor is the, my wife, right, is the youth pastor. Mm-hmm. She's the next-gen pastor, like all this stuff. Yeah. So it's like almost um, an obligation, right? Yeah. And like it's not even a big deal for me to show up on Wednesdays and like teach these kids or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, right, right. Yeah, it's like school. Tyler, who doesn't have his mic to his mouth, <laughs> it's like school. <laughs> um, right, so if your faith isn't, um, can not convicting is your fa- if your faith isn't like moving you to do to to stretch and grow mm-hmm. or no if your acts aren't if you aren't acting out in your faith yeah then I feel like it isn't alive right, right. Mm-hmm. so then um after worship so like that you know I was pretty vulnerable or whatever yeah. and then after worship um uh we were praying and all that and then I just like you know I don't know basically okay so here's me being real yeah. Um, I don't have a job, um, because, um, I mean, I got laid off. That's, this isn't why, but I don't, I haven't had a job for, uh, since the beginning of 2019, right? Not because of COVID, but, um, it just, I got laid off, whatever. Um, and then I got married later that year. Oh no, 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 no. I got married in 2019. When did COVID start? 2020. Okay. 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 Yeah. So yeah, I, I basically spent a whole year, um, Whatever. Um, I got married later that year, and then um, basically the idea was, so God had put it on my heart to write a book, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I stayed home, and I wrote, but I didn't actually write. Um, and then, I, I mean, I basically just sat on my butt, um, played video games. I did the dishes, and I did the laundry every now and then, and I hid like the fact that I didn't do anything, right? Um, Connor would come home and be like, Hey, um, you know, how was your day and all this? And I was just like, Oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. Like we do with most things. Um, so, okay. Basically, um, like, so that's happened for four years to 2020. Yeah. So four years. So like a thousand days. Right. So I, right. (laughs) I've had this thing that God has told me to do and I've known about it and made excuses pretty much every day for a thousand days right that sucks <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um it and like like you get to this point where it's just like like why why do you even like me <laughs> right like Aww. if i was in god's shoes why would i wouldn't i wouldn't put up with my crap like if i if declan was older and i told him to take the trash out i wouldn't wait 
an hour before I would just do it, yeah. right? Or like tell him again or, or be angry or something, right? <laughs> God has waited a thousand days for me to do this. I, I've written a little bit basically because Connor was like, hey, how's the book going? And I felt guilty about it. So I was like, I'll just like, you know, work on it for a bit. Or mm-hmm. or there was like stress because, well, I just don't do anything. And clearly I'm not doing anything. So I should, whatever. <laughs> Enough to get by. Um, right. So um, I don't know. Shame and all that. That's yeah. been fun. I think that's a good enough end to my talking. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, Tyler and I um, kind of made a deal. Um, and he's going to hold me accountable where by the end of the month i need to have like four chapters like i mean i'm not gonna have them like perfect but the rough draft at least Mm -hmm. right um yeah or i owe him him fifty dollars dude i'm so so excited i can't wait holding me accountable wow (laughs) (laughs) i support you ian (laughs) and then i made him a deal where i was like hey i need to practice like music and stuff and just not like get distracted with whatever Mm -hmm. and like podcast stuff yeah. otherwise i have to do our stupid football challenge of drinking a tablespoon of the bomb yeah the bomb hot no. because to me money i was like dude yeah i'll buy it whatever but i was like i need something that will actually make me yeah. be like oh my gosh and right. then, so i was like the bomb yeah. and i'm honestly yeah. terrified yeah. thinking about that makes me want to cry right and it's mm-hmm. like you know at a certain point you can't just oh well your your own conviction or your own like feeling bad about not doing it should be enough to get you to do it it's like dude i've been doing this for a thousand days right it's not gonna help for me to just be like oh well you know i failed whatever i think that's where a good part we could tie into like how do you get out of it like that because like i think this whole thing's about shame but like what if it's like like in your situation it's been three years like at this point i'm just so defeated like it's not even yeah. worth it yeah. right and no i kidding. think that's a nice thing where you could be like well i mean for a step like now i'm holding you accountable yeah right mm-hmm. and if not you're gonna pay me a bunch of money so right i mean right i mean i've definitely been sinning so like if there's a sin in your life like get somebody to help you it says confess our sins to one another that we may be healed not that we'll be like forgiven because god does that right yeah. but if you want to stop get someone uh, behind you first john one nine it's actually in our yeah. notes. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, dope. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we didn't plan this, by the way. <laughs> um, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yeah. Right. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, so he did the work, right? Right. Um, and all, some of the points were about how, like, he himself did it. And he was the one that cut the wood, right? He He got himself. Oh, here we go. Um, didn't leave room for doubt, right? If this is something oh, that yeah. I actually believe God has called me to do, then I shouldn't like I shouldn't leave room for doubt, right? Um, when I wrote it, I had like her other little little other parts. So give me a second. Um, okay, um, Abraham didn't leave room for doubt. He immediately obeyed, right? Yeah. So that definitely helps. You immediately obey. You're not like. You know, I can do it tomorrow or I'll do it later today. It's like, right. no, 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 no. Do it right now. You don't right? give the enemy time to make you second guess. You're yeah. just like, right, okay, exactly. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If I honest, like it's, I, I feel like people need to know this, but like, or hear this. If you honestly believe that like God is real and all the things he said are true, right? Then that should light a fire under you to do the thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. if you're not doing it, then do you actually believe because you know that you like you know that god is real you know that all this stuff and like his word is right Mm -hmm. whatever um whatever in the sense that you know i i'm saying that you understand what i'm saying not whatever whatever Mm -hmm. um (laughs) so like if you actually believe that then work it right do the thing Mm -hmm. um because otherwise i mean anybody else can just be like oh yeah um, aliens told me to do this, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and then not do it. Yeah, because right? they don't actually believe it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, I think so. You talked about this in in when you were talking about your shame. Is you were talking about how you hid. Mm-hmm. So I think the first step would to be like to get out of hiding. Yeah. To just like, <gasps> yes. Sorry, like the lady, right? Yeah. She had. She was like yeah. hiding or whatever. Yeah. But then she was like, "Nah, frick this." Yeah. 
But also kind of like what you said is when you're talking about what Connor was talking about last night is to not not take the out and to not leave room for doubt. Yeah. So if you're doing that, then you're just going to keep hiding. Yeah. So get out of hiding. Sorry, I liked that rhyme. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> don't take the out and don't leave room for doubt or however you said <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, it yeah. was way cooler the way you said it. Yeah. So I think that's the f- I think that's the first step. I sure, think yeah. something else that we didn't mention is like so when you get out of hiding, whether you're going to like one of us as a leader, or if you're going to Pastor Connor, if you're going up to the altar, like you need to ask for prayer because prayer just ignites everything. Yep. So we need to be praying. We need to ask for prayer while you're in prayer. Just another way to like stick everything together is to be in the word Mm -hmm. so that you know that what you're praying about and what you might be doubting or what you might be afraid of, what you're shameful of, you can go to the word of God, which is truth. And we know it's truth and find everything that we're doubting. Right. Like, Oh, I'm doubting this, but this situation is not in the Bible. So like, Mm -hmm. I know that this is like where I'm standing firm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you heard us go like figure out, um, a whole bunch of stuff right mm-hmm. like we were actually learning and, and like i don't know debating not yeah. really but like yeah. we were times w- we paused this podcast to <laughs> quick do yeah. research because we didn't know what yeah. we were saying yeah we were yeah twice but we had to like figure minutes. we had to wrestle <laughs> with this right mm-hmm. and if we didn't know um how to look things up if we didn't have verses already in our in our heads to talk about it mm-hmm. we'd probably still be debating what um, remorse versus shame versus guilt versus right. condemnation versus conviction yeah. versus that, you know, like getting yeah. a, a biblical understanding of all this stuff mm-hmm. comes from reading the Bible. Yeah. Which is why it's good to s- continue. Like yeah. Start young. Yeah. No yeah like for sure. Raise, a, raise them up in the way they should go. Right. Yeah. When they get old, they won't depart from it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's why it's so important, especially in your youth. Like, you don't have to focus on girlfriends or what you're going to wear and, like, all this crazy stuff. I mean, you should really just be genuinely focusing on, mm-hmm. like, oh, cool. What's yeah, that's why, I'm God? that's why I'm so holy because uh, I didn't have a girlfriend in high school. <laughs> so And he obviously didn't care about what he wore. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> man. <laughs> Thanks, man. Talking about shame, giving shame. Wow. No, Take he's convicting me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> It will lead you to Jesus after this. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so this other verse, this is Isaiah, or as Pastor Jesse says, Isaiah. Yeah. Isaiah. <laughs> yeah, Isaiah. okay. <laughs> 50, verse 7. Because the sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a stone, determined to do his will, and I know that I will not be put to shame. That's good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I like that That's verse. That's so good. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's from the Bible, but. Yeah. Like when you. When you <laughs> the Bible is good. Yeah. Right. I don't have the whole thing memorized. Yeah. Yet. That's a good verse to write down on your mirror or anywhere that you go all the time. Yeah, Claire, you have a lot of sticky notes with verses around your house. Yes, I do. Because she needs the the word, dude. Yeah. It Did you read them all? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like house sat for. Or no, I dog sat. Yeah. And uh, I was just like walk around and there were some sticky notes for me. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> these are where the towels are. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the towels. Like the thermostat was like, don't go below this. I trust yeah. you though or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like the other ones like in her bathroom mirror, like yeah. the bottom half was just layered with Bible verses that's and like awesome. little quotes for Daniel, like Aww, yeah. you're awesome. beautiful, I love have you. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. You guys both have that though. Because yeah. I also yeah. mm-hmm. been in your bathroom. <laughs> yeah, there's also, if you're ever in my car for whatever reason, there's also <laughs> post-it notes of, like, prayers and stuff like that. And wow. But that's, like, that's because that's what I need. Yeah. Because I need the constant reminder. Right. And yeah. I just I mean, know that I... are supposed to meditate on it day, day and night. Yeah. And yeah. middle of the day. I think that's a really yeah. good... night. Right. I think that's a really good, like, um... Practical. <laughs> of how to, like... Uh, I don't remember what verse it is, where you're supposed to be, like... Is it like constantly in prayer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. yes, yes. Um, yeah. Um, if it leads you to hate yourself, it's not of God. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, That's really, if you think about it, it's probably like 
you know, either your own flesh or the devil being like, hey, I want you to continue doing this. So you should hide it because it's not good for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you ever feel like I mean, you know, whatever, if you try and distance yourself and like all this stuff, God wants you to be around people that are going to uplift you and Mm -hmm. love on you. Right. Yeah. So if you find yourself like hiding, it's like that's not good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Find some godly people. and. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be a challenge. Boom. <laughs> if you see yourself hiding or hating yourself or negative self-talk, yeah. negative thoughts, right? Go tell someone, a trusted, godly person. Yeah. Um. So, like, what you just said makes me now want to have a conversation with Clara after we're done with this. <laughs> just be like, why am I like, you know, having this shame of of all this stuff, and just to dive into that, but. Tune in for next week. Nice. <laughs> Tune in for next week when Caitlin tells us what she thought about <gasps> her shame. Well. Caitlin's shame episode. Yeah, that's the title <laughs> of it. <laughs> wow. And we just sit there and we go, wow, just, just wow. Just that's you were you were doing that. I cannot believe it. Two hours of Tyler going, wow, wow. Because <laughs> wow. everyone else's mics aren't on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've actually <laughs> muted all of you guys' <laughs> mics. Oh my gosh, that's so Better yet, I let you guys think that I put it in the podcast, right. and then I just <laughs> upload it myself. <laughs> and it's just me. Oh my gosh! Wow. And Connor comes to me, and Ian, or all of us, and she's like, "Hey, <laughs> why does the podcast just say wow? <laughs> yeah, wow, wow, <laughs> <laughs> with a lot of spaces in between, <laughs> <laughs> like thirty seconds of silence, and then wow, yeah, <laughs> wow, wow." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no kidding. In closing, um, don't run away, run to. Yeah. How do you how do you how do you combat slash combat shame? Um, get out in the open and tell people. Mm-hmm. Not don't like shout it from the you know rooftops. Right. But like get somebody that you trust and that has a godly worldview and yeah. talk to them about it. Yep. What youth leaders are you here for? Oh snap. <laughs> You're a Luth leader. Luth leader? Luth leader. You Luth Luth leader. You Luth leader. Luth leader. Luth leader. Luth leader. Luth leader. Luth leader. That sounds like a Star Wars character. It does. Luth leader. Luth leader. Yeah. Luth leader. Hey, Wild Youth. I just want to wrap up this episode by sharing a couple things with you. So, first of all, I want you to go to the show notes and read through all these verses that we mentioned today. The beginning of this episode might have been a little bit confusing as we ourselves kind of wrestled with all of these definitions of these um, these like big words that seem kind of scary. Um, but I think um, what we really want you to hear in this message is you don't need to feel shame. You might feel shame because you're human, but you don't need to stay in it. Um, it's not something that God wants for your life. He wants you to be happy. Um, he wants you to be excited and to live a great life. Um, so he doesn't want you to live in your shame, even if you feel like that's where you need to live. Um, so I just encourage you to read those verses that we mentioned and and read a little bit before the verse and read a little bit after the verse so that you get some context and you really understand like, what God is um, talking to you about in those verses. The last thing I want to share with you um, is from a devotional. It's called Prevail. And um, I just read it and it reminded me of... It just reminded me of shame a little bit. So it says, He led me to a place of safety. He rescued me because he delights in me. That's 2 Samuel twenty two twenty. So it says, David was a man after God's own heart, and because of it, he had a target on his back. The devil hated him. Saul hated him, and David even got himself into some serious trouble on occasion. Yet he knew enough to humbly cry out to the Lord. Humility in our heart activates the mercy in God's heart. He doesn't rescue us because we're good or because we've earned it. He rescues us because we need it. His compassion runs deeper than the deepest sea. His love reaches higher than the highest heaven. He is God. He has no rival. He's all-powerful. What in the world would we do if the one true God were anything but good? I can't imagine. But thankfully, he is good. When we cry out to him, he comes for us. He shrouds himself in darkness and veils his approach before he breaks through.
You may not see him coming, but neither will your enemy. But make no mistake about it, he will come for you. If you're in a desperate situation, like if you're dealing with a lot of shame, cry out to God today and don't hold back. Shift your weight onto his goodness and trust him to carry you through that. Let your thoughts linger on his compassion all day today, all week even, all month even. Because what that's going to do is it's going to nourish your heart. So, and I think the biggest thing that I get from that is that God wants to delay in us. Like, even though we feel shame and even though we do bad things and even though we sin and even though we might be doing bad things for a really long time, knowing that they're bad and then living in the shame, he still wants to delay in us because he loves us that much. So, I just want to encourage you with those things um, and make sure that you... Um, obviously you have listened to this podcast all the way through, but make sure that you share this with a friend. Um, we have created this podcast for a lot of reasons, but one of those reasons is to, um, make it really easy to share Jesus with your friends or with someone who you just start a conversation with, who you're not sure, um, what their relationship or what their faith is like, um, to help grow their faith or to bring them to Jesus. So, Make sure you listen, you share, you follow, and you keep listening because we have 10 episodes this season. So buckle up. Like Caitlin says in the beginning, it's going to be a wild ride. Thanks for listening to the Wild Youth Podcast. Check out the show notes for our resources we used in this episode. Also, if you are in 6th through 12th grade and live in the Des Moines area, um, you can come join us every Wednesday here at Eternity Church Clive Campus. So we start at like 6.30-ish, and we go till like 8.30-ish. Uh, can't wait to see you. Follow us on social media at the Wild YTH. To learn more about Eternity or our next-gen ministry, visit MyEternity.com. This podcast is hosted by Ian Weber and Caitlin Steffen. It's written and produced by Clara Michael. Thanks, as always, to Pastor Connor and Eternity Church for giving us this platform. 100%.